Oh, hey, can I help you? Uh, can you say that again? Brains. Um, brains? Brains. I, one more time? Brains. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. You must be one of those folks from the Nevada Meteor site that I've heard so much about on the news that nobody seems to be investigating. I'm going to go to the back and get those brains for you. You just wait right here while I check the fire escape. Doot, 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 doot. I'm outside now. Oh my god, a giant head! What is, what is happening? Oh, everything's on fire and there's zombies everywhere. Oh, gosh. Hey, hey, head, can you help me? Help me! Show me what you got to. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God, no. All I got is... I, I got hamburgers, I got pizzas, I got hot dogs. Uh, Western food offer. Make me want to puke. <laughs> oh, God. The lava vomit. Oh, no, it's everywhere. It's breaking the building. I'm burning. Uh, uh. Gamer needs food badly. Let's go. And you're back in the kitchen with Chef Brandon Boswell. And game connoisseur Mike King. We will be discussing this week's entree. So, Chef, what's on the menu today? Today's Zensai More, or appetizer plate, is... Zombie Nation. Also known as Samurai Zombie Nation for the NES. Uh, yep, this game came it? out. Yep, this game came out in 1991. Yes, it sure did. The year I was born. 1990 was the copyright, so it may have been released in 91, or yeah, I think it was released way, in Japan in '90 and uh, and ported. No, that would make it December to January. I'm not sure. We played this game, and there's nothing to be sure of anywhere. Yeah, this whole game is just an entire mystery. <laughs> Frankly. It is an enigma, even when you've reached the end. 
Oh, wait. I honestly really only had more questions by the time I reached the end. And I want to throw some fake shout-outs out to Nuro Nakagata, who is the director and or directors. Kay's Melodotic. How do you say that, uh, the, uh, the publisher? Melodic? Meldak? Meldak. Okay. And Kay's? Kaz? Uh, where are you reading it from? Uh, I'm, I'm on the wiki page because I'm cheating. Oh, uh, well, you could have told me to meet you there and I would be... Uh, Usually you beat me there and I have to catch well, up. We can edit that. We can we can edit so much of this out. No. This is why our podcasts are going to be good because I am a fastidious editor. Editing's for the week. We have to show our raw pink belly. <laughs> Programmer Kun... Kunahiro Hiramasu Mastasu Hiramasu My brain is hurting. I need to see this. <laughs> I hope our listeners get to hear my terrible, terrible attempts. Listeners, you are the gold that is buried deep in the minds of 8-bit worlds that Notch and I dream of. This has been a poetic interlude while Mike catches up. All right. The game has been developed by Kaze. Yeah. Published by Meldak. Released in Japan in December of ni- December 14th, 1990 under the title Abarenbu Tengu, or Hooligan Tengu, which, if you're familiar with Tengu, they are demons. Right. Which also alludes to the fact that when it was in the original... Uh, Japanese version, you were actually a demon, not a samurai. And when they ported it to America, you became a samurai. Because those are the only things that white people know about Japanese people. Yeah. At least back in the 90s. In the the early 90s, apparently. Also, uh, in the opening scroll, um, it's referred, the samurai is referred to as a Nabunaku. Am I saying that right? Nabunaka? Nabunaki? Well, it's not, it's not Nobunaga, and we know it's that. It's not Nobunaga, because I can never say that on time. <laughs> Except that one time well, right he's there. Nama, he's Namakubi. Namakubi, which... Which literally translates to, tell us... Freshly severed head. I'm so excited uh-huh. about that. Yep. Or a giant tango mask this... in, the, in the Japanese version. Yeah. Now, this game starts off with a unique... Introduction. Before you even start, you get to find out that a meteor has landed in the Nevada desert. This was the most exciting reading I had I've done in so long. Genuinely. This is like a great chance to explain everything with a nice screen roll or a nice screen crawl. 
which every good movie from the 80s had yep. one. And this will just roll over from so, the 80s. This is, uh, I yep. honestly believe that this is like, if all of uh, the 80s had some sort of scrap pile, and that scrap pile got like acid rain on it, and then that acid rain like poured onto a cartridge, this is like the aftermath of that. You mean it's basically saved by the bell? It's, no, it's like the Teenage Mutant Ninja cartridge. You know what I mean? Like some ooze got on it and it mutated and somebody tried to play it one day and their soul got trapped in it and now it's this. Because this game okay, makes no. more sense that way than it does the way that they try to play it off. Yeah, nothing... You can't trust anything these fucking people tell it's you. It's insane. No. A meteor has crashed in the Nevada desert containing an evil alien named Dark Seed. Now that's dark. D-A-R-C. Yeah. I read that like, like a million times because I am not a reader. I genuinely had to read that so many times over just to be safe in that I was reading what I was supposed to be reading. And this alien didn't use, uh, you know, like mutagen or, uh, you know, psychoactive chemicals. He dominated and mutated the entire population of the United States with, and this is from the, oh, this is from the screen crawl, so it's official, strange magnetic rays. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, the Juggalos have asked <laughs> fucking magnets, how do they work? How do they work? And I think this is because they played Zombie Nation. They must and they have just, just wondered understood that, like... Magnetic rays will fuck you. Well, I, I mean, like, understood slash really wanted to just harness it, you know, and just get it under control for the use of us. I don't know where I'm going with this. I lost track. I'm actually screenshotting the scroll right now so we can post it. They they tried to take the they tried to reverse the polarity of these strange magnetic rays and instead of turning people into like slow moving shallow zombies, they were probably aiming for hyper enlightened people, but they just found another shade of the zombie spectrum and created juggalos. Which are like more active zombies, but just about as intelligent. I fully endorse that theory. As the co-host right. of this and podcast, I fully endorse that. That's why they're asking in their in one of their later videos, what how do magnets, magnets work? How do they work? Because they haven't achieved the results they want, and they're ser they're seriously asking for some friggin' help with their magnetic ray emitter. And they genuinely the could be a miracle, considering that. You know, this is a meteor that landed that seemed harmless enough until Darkseed, an evil alien creature with horrible powers, you know, emerged. You know, they probably sent a team to investigate it, and they were the first one to open it. And then Darkseed's just like, oh, finally, a population that's susceptible to my magnetic rays. <laughs> that's, I, um, yeah, again, you're just cracking it over the head, buddy. I, I just keep <laughs> uh, rewatching it over and over again to see if I can get any deeper into it. What appeared to be a harmless meteor crash in the Nevada desert had turned out to be Darkseed, an evil alien creature with horrible powers. By shooting strange magnetic rays, Darkseed had turned the helpless nation into zombies and had brought the Statue of Liberty into life to do his dirty work. These rays. I know, such Lady a, Liberty. Such a slow Lady crawl. Liberty has been enslaved. Yeah, exactly. So that's that just means game time for all of the. Uh, like, was it Lady Liberty in the Japanese version? Well, I'm pretty sure it's Rady Liberty, but, you know, let's just <laughs> let's just try to avoid that. 
Sorry, I was laughing and reading. It doesn't work that well. Uh, now I got to start from the beginning of the scroll, Mike. Jeez. But Rady Ritter, Rady. I was thinking, well, because uh, when when you when you look through the FAQs and stuff, it says that it's uh, the Medusa head, right? Yeah. When you fight so her as a boss. Like the instruction manual. There's a text copy of the instruction manual, which tells you that you're not fighting the Statue of Liberty, even though it looks like the Statue of Liberty because it's got the torch. But it's not the Statue of Liberty because she's got like a fucking snakes in her hair. Yeah, exactly. I, I just like, when I played it, I just genuinely assumed that that was the interpretation of after the Statue of Liberty becomes the messenger of the devil, that's what happens. She just gets snakes. Yeah, she's become the whore. She's like the whore of Babylon from the Bible. Mm-hmm. She's got like snakes in her hair, like 13 crowns, uh, the number 666 tattooed on her lower back. Yes, I'm glad that you said that. I was literally stamp. picturing that as you said it. Where, the devil's tramp stamp? Tattoo? Yeah, maybe like a, uh, not like a Playboy bunny, but like a Playboy bunny with like a little bloody tooth smile. Uh, like a suicide girl or something. Yeah, but like right underneath her, her like left hit, just on the side, a little side boob action. Oh, yeah. Zombie Nation, press start. Listen, I'll press whatever I want. I'm actually pressing start, and it won't let me start. What's that? What are you doing? You're not trying to play the game live? Well, I wasn't trying to play the game live. I was going to play the game and just do the podcast at the same time, but it's not letting me. God damn you, fine. I'll just Dude, be a professional. You don't, you don't want to tax your shit. Yeah, you're probably right about that, to be honest. I'm not working with the best. Okay, so we got... Back on track. So the question is, why the hell is this floating head coming to America? Well, it turns out Darkseed is not happy with just, you know, enslaving an entire nation with his magnet rays. I just wonder if he's got, like, the Q-ray blade. I wonder if he did it by selling Q-ray bracelets to everybody in America. Or maybe... Telling them, like, you can ionize your chi and reverse your the polarity of your, of your energy vibrations. And everyone's just like, well shit like jerry seems happier i mean like sure he's keeps walking into his wall asking for brains but you know he was full of anxiety before and now he just seems really chill so who knows maybe these people did it to themselves yeah i could kind of see that as well um i did have a minor stroke there because i was reading the page see i could definitely play a video game i just couldn't read and participate in the conversation um, I also just immediately yeah, forgot what I read. the game first. Well, yeah, that's a good point, which is definitely what I did this time, and I kicked its ass. Mike, would you like to tell the viewers and the listeners how you beat the game? Save states. With save states I and. Uh, I use. Shit, what else did I use? I Bell used. Bell 
well, I tried to use a walkthrough, but then there wasn't really much of a walkthrough, so I just had to... Uh... <laughs> There's more of a floating head through. <laughs> any of the any of the files that were saved on the floating head like experiment that happened? Oh my god, the, it's a fucking clover head, clover field. It's it's that's what this is. Everybody's in buildings and they're all trying to get their like shaky cam footage of it. But he's just wrecking shit just on a mission to rectify some shit that nobody knows why it's even happening. Well, yeah, and like then they. Just like us, then, because apparently the only reason this floating head—he's not there to help America. Nope. You know, like nope, I, no. This ghost, this ghost remembers Pearl. Har this ghost remembers Nagasaki and Hiroshima, and those are two good reasons to tell to you know just American can go fuck itself. You say that, but like plot-wise, that literally has to be inaccurate. But go with it. I'm good with that. Keep going. Well, here's my reasoning. Like it says, <laughs> it says explicitly. That Darkseed is not only magnetizing the the world, the, the nation. Yeah. He hasn't expanded into Canada because apparently he recognizes our borders, or you know, all those. You know, America's got more skyscrapers, and we've got like trees and shit. The so trees have no. He has no. Uh, you know, like they he can no use resonance. he can use magnets to resurrect the dead, but obviously magnets don't work on wood. It's just like a sonic screwdriver, oh, Mike. Canada, Canada has the has. The uh, the Canadian Shield, which is those massive mineral deposits, which probably repelled his magnetic rings. That is an so accurate geological fact that I knew and, yeah. Can corroborate. Can corroborate, yeah. Um, collaborate, collaborate. Stop, yeah. corroborate and listen. I was thinking collaborating time. Like, it's collaborating time. <laughs> yeah, we collaborate hard. Okay, that... Boswell coming out of left field with the singer. Yeah, it's game time. Okay, so uh, yeah, American go fuck itself. Canada's doing fine. Why is the head on the move? Well, it turns out that this guy, because I guess he's uh, he can't enslave other nations. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the magnetic rays work with cholesterol, so he can only work with like the American people. Oh, I, oh, I got it. I got it. it. I got it. Okay, so. The American people over the, you know, like, it's it's the 1990s, so let's say over the 70s and 80s, accidentally have been drinking water with, like, I don't know, X amount of lead in it. Too much fluoride. No, no, no. X amount of lead in it, or mercury, or something. Oh. And then when the alien, when Darkseed or Eva shows up, or however you say that in Japanese, the Japanese version is called Eva. Oh, yeah. Oh, all those C8 phosphates from uh, the DuPont Chemical Corporations that they leaked into the right. water supply. And the magnetic rays, as soon as they turn on their magnetic rays, they activate, it they reanimates the, the corpses. They activate the phosphates, which neural, neural paralyze the brains yep. and reduce the people to a vegetative state. And yeah, any, well, any of the, well, I'm thinking any of the people who are alive are doing better because it's like the, you know, it's the late 90s, people are eating healthier or whatever. But, like, once the dead people who died in the 80s and the 70s who have been drinking terrible water, since then, like, they reanimate. Their corpses are reanimated. Right, and, and also, they're, they're the ones who know how to operate the tanks and shit, and they're the ones who are mainly attacking you, right? 
yeah, they built this country while everyone else in the 90s is just fucking living yeah, it. Yeah, and so burning it down. The, the, the zombies know how to destabilize the infrastructure because they're the ones that put it right? up. Right, and everybody, like, because everybody in the 90s was too busy skateboarding and rollerblading and painting smiley face signs on the wall. And doing coke. I wasn't going to say that. No, that was the 80s. My mistake. Yeah, okay. That's fair. The 80s. I'll blame coke on the 80s. It's your fault, the <laughs> 80s. You guys fucked up. But yeah, so that's that's my that's my little. We wouldn't have had the nineties. Slice of logic. It's got to be the case that like, you know, some way way back in the nineteen eighties, some secret government employees dug up famous uh, guys and ladies. Ah, no, that's not right. <laughs> but at least sometime in like the the seventies, there was some sort of water pollution that the whole country. Are you telling me wasn't... that you're telling me you weren't really going for the clone high reference? Oh no, I was. That's a, yeah, you bought yeah. it in Hokkaido Fisher. You sick. Uh, but I also wanted to just crush that, you know, rest of that. But anyway, so all, all I'm saying is that there must have been some kind of, you know, metal in the water, magnetic fields. Then the zombies are up. Then the then then everything's crashing around yeah. us, and the zombies are driving the tanks. We are the '90s kids that are trapped in the buildings that are coming down. Yeah, jumping from sky, jumping from the uh, the roofs, hoping that the big Japanese ambassador in the sky will save Yeah, him. so we didn't actually get to this part yet. Okay, so the whole like... Yeah. So again, we keep saying that apparently this guy, he, he can only enslave America because of the, uh, you know, the chemical phosphates leaked in the water table by greedy corporate bastards in the 70s and Exactly, 80s. and there's a level that you play through. That I think it's Pittsburgh or some terrible shit that you don't even want to ever go to. Some like North Carolina underground facility or something. Oh, that's not even the one I was referring and... to. There's like the one with all the smokestacks that you gotta go over and that one's fucking terrifying also. I don't even want yeah. to think of, like, and... nature around there. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean the oil fields of Texas? Is that what that is, I assume? Okay. Yeah. Now, the thing is, apparently only Americans are vulnerable to him because of, like, I don't know, too many burgers. Yeah. And this, like, how else does he enslave the world? Well, he steals all the magical weapons from, I assume, various other nations. And the most Japan's... powerful of all. The, yep, the most powerful weapons in, in the most powerful weapon in Japan that he steals is the sword of Shura. Yes, it is the legendary and, samurai sword Shura. Yep. So, I, which I still haven't found. Did head. you ever find that? I didn't find that. No, there must have been like an Easter egg I or something. Which, I misplaced it somewhere. Yeah, maybe it was in one of the buildings we didn't destroy. Possibly. Also, I may. We, we just floated over. I may possibly be doing a reference to that, to that intro that we filmed or that we recorded <laughs> just moments ago before we started recording this. Yep. To that exact intro. Yep. So, yeah. So. Yeah. So big floaty head decides he wants it's his time sword to, back. Uh, it's time to get the sword. Yeah, he wants his sword back. I don't know if it's like the only thing that will give him rest. And uh, that's when we get to see the introduction screen of him coming out of his shrine slash cabin. Which I thought was amazing and totally... I thought it was from Friday the 13th. No, I, no, no. Friday the 13th is just terrible. I thought it was like one of the law cabins from Friday the 13th. Like, I imagine like his head comes out and then you see like Jason throwing his body out because he just fucking killed him. No, I mean, honestly, in the order that we played this... The games, I think, have honestly either gotten better or I've just lowered my standards. Um, 
We're going to go with that one. I honestly don't want to say that because I honestly have faith for, for our next perspectives. But, uh, yeah, because this game, like, the beginning cutscene just caught me way to left field. And I was like, the stupid text scroll. I was like, oh, great, this looks terrible. And makes zero sense. I don't know if I'm just an idiot or if I don't understand or if things will get explained. Things won't get explained. It's none of those things. It's none things. of those things. This game is fucking I, horribly wrong. I wasn't wrong. I probably am an idiot, but I'm, I just, I don't know. So That's beside the that's fact. That's beside the fact. It is an unrelated fact. Fact nonetheless, but unrelated. But uh, yeah, so thing that, that like that caught me off guard was that intro scene. And then it goes to just the regular side scroll stuff. And that was just not as good. And that kind of bothered me. But uh, So Floating Head takes off from his cabin. And then you start off on a map screen, which is really irrelevant. Because you don't get to choose like like all the places you go to. You only choose the first place you go to. And then the rest of it is all on autopilot. Well, Mike, which is stupid. I beg to differ. Unless you'd like to argue with the great corporation of Wikipedia and the multiple people who who have zero zero expertise potential. But who knows? Because we can't really find out. I, I won't research who wrote this. But somebody on Wikipedia says uh, Zombie Nations features two difficulties: uh, easy and hard. I never played hard because I I suck. I did play easy, and also I beat the game. I forgot to throw that in after you finished. I beat the game, uh, luckily, with save states, and I was trying to coax Mike into saying what uh, I might be incorrect in assuming, but did you not use the Konami code to beat this? I Oh, right. I was looking for a way to replenish my health because I kept... Oh, my fuck. Okay, let's talk about New York City because this is the first level in the game, round one, supposed to be the easiest difficulty. Okay. So... You plow through the, you're going through the city, floating around. The first thing, these controls are really floaty. Like when you try to go up or down, you will shimmy side to side because of the micro inch that your thumb is going. If it's not going perfectly straight down, like if there's a slight tilt in the pressure of your thumb, you will shoot like a fucking rocket. You're you're talking about the, the diagonals, screen. right? Like you're accidentally oh, yeah. hitting the. Are you using a, like a gamepad or like what are you playing with a controller? Yeah, I'm using a, I'm using a, an eight bit dope controller, oh. which is a uh, an NES style controller with a uh, square directional pad, not an analog stick. Oh, I'm quite jealous because frankly, I had the same experience as you, but I just attributed it to the fact that I was playing it on my stupid little tablet thing, and I was using my WASDs to guide a floating fucking samurai skull around. So. I didn't. No, those. I just your 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 controls may be fucked, but the control response in this game is fucked. It's fucked. There, it's more more fucky. This isn't rocket appliances. It shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> I don't understand. But honest to God, I I started. I agree with you because I started the first level, and I think I know where you're gonna go with this. So go ahead. Yeah. So I. Uh, well, the funny thing is, you got. Uh, the levels look good for a Nintendo game. You got a nice, uh, you got the nice uh, skyscrapers in the foreground, which you can blow up and set on fire. Which, you know, this this just really drives home the point. He is not here to fucking save He's you. He's absolutely He's not. not. He's here for collateral damage and revenge. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, he's got a, he's had an axe to grind since Nagasaki, <laughs> and the and but the fact that his sword was undisturbed. The fact that, like, Americans never landed in Japan and, like, raided his sword because 
you know, this would have been Pearl Harbor Part Two. Yeah. If the Americans, if like the Japanese government didn't surrender in World War Two, and decided like we're going to fight it off to the last man, America would not only have to nuke a lot more of the place, but they eventually they'd have to land troops on there, and one of them would surely disturb the shrine, and then unleash the fucking giant head upon upon the world. Literally, undoubtedly. Yep. So. Avoiding Pearl Harbor Part 2 was the best thing America did before it got zombified. So, but this guy, he he's still bitter. Like, he's an American, he's just like, I'm coming for the sword, I'm staying for the fucking burning buildings. And he proceeds to, and he is so enraged that he doesn't even, like, shoot lasers or bombs. He, he is vomiting with rage. Yep. And it's not just barf, like lava barf. He is like, his eyes are not only like bulging out of his head, they are shooting projectile style. And you can get upgrades too, can't you? Yep. All you have to do is eat the few innocent bystanders who probably had tinfoil half hats oh, on man. when when this shit went down, and they were able to survive the magnetic zombie waves. Nah, see, I disagree. I don't think that that. Uh... Uh, that you're eating them. Sorry, I had a mild stroke there. I don't think you're eating them. We had to dispute. I don't think you're eating them, and I'm putting my chips on the table. You're going for the fact that he is a benevolent creature. I think he's saving actually, them. He's saving them, storing them in his mouth like a uh, like a male seahorse. <laughs> yeah, with his babies. A, uh, like a group. Look, of I don't care if you justify those... it with biology or if you justify it with 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 god miracles like magnets. I don't care. But <laughs> he's saving them. He could have like a teleport. Or a fucking portal to another safe location right inside his mouth. Who knows? Yeah, it's called his belly. Well, it's not attached to his <laughs> his head, so it would have to be a portal. Well, you think that somehow he's uh, achieving altruism by helping these people? I choose to I, believe on the other that. Hand, yes. I, on the other hand, say the only reason he is able to vomit more is because he now has more food in his uh, quad... Stomach, <laughs> his cow quad stomach. We we discussed this because yes. cows have four yes, stomachs. Got... So you believe yeah. your theory is that he has four stomachs in the back of his head? Does he need a brain to operate? He's a spirit. So he's beyond those. He's things. beyond those things. But he needs stomachs so he can puke more he lava. He needs material. He needs material to generate the lava. And I think like one of those stomachs is like an air bladder. Which allows him to create pressure for the eyeball, and thus, and thus reach. Yes, and the oh yeah, yeah. and the, I guess also the projectile vomit, projectile. Yep. So the more people it doesn't he go feeds, as far. It falls. The more people he feeds on, the more pressure he can generate by putting them in his his like food bladder, and then that pushes against the air bladder, creating more pressure, allowing it to backfire and then shoot that material forward. To be honest, I this go, this ghost biology is is fascinating in my. To be honest, everybody is definitely welcome to their own opinions. I'm gonna go ahead and 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 slap you in the face quick and say, this is our <laughs> uh, listener poll. Listener poll. We we listeners, we'd like you to tell us well, who do you think is right? Do you think Brandon's right uh, in saying that the the they're being saved they're being and saved, that somehow there's a portal yeah, and that somehow yeah his altruism is being rewarded by a uh, a greater Japanese he's god just here who's rewarding for him for straight his revenge he just wants to murder the shit at a dark seed get back his and casually save Americans 
If they happen if to be, they happen to be in the way, he will save them by force if he has to. If it means or, blowing up the building around or, them and catching them with his mouth, then he'll do it. Or do you think it's Mike's theory about him it, vomiting and it's Pearl? It's Pearl Harbor Part Two. Because <laughs> uh, I think that's that's going to be my new gimmick for you, Mike. You're going to make a suggestion, and I'm going to act like I thoroughly am into it. And like one of those six suggestions, I'm just going to throw on the table like a joke. Devil's advocate. Yep, that's the plan now. I'm just going to do that. The, the devil's advocate, Paul. That's, or you can write. You can write in your own alternatives. <laughs> Or you can start a fire at your local library and blame it on a different podcast. (laughs) All of those things are options. Nobody can stop you. Tell them that the RPG show said it was cool. Oh, boy. You're calling them out, huh? I'm not a big fist fighter. If we get into this, I'm going to have to be in an alley with some chains. I'm just putting that on the table (laughs) right now. And I don't look cool unless I'm wearing a tight white shirt. Yeah, or you can get like a uh, a nice uh, net and a trident. What the fuck? Uh, remember from uh, from Anchorman? No. When they had that alley fight? No, I'm not a fan of the whole Anchorman franchise. I got off that train real fast. It didn't even leave the station. <laughs> I was like, nah, 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 I'll catch the next one if it comes by. Yeah. But yes, let's uh, jump back onto this because I want to point out yes. the the enemies that we get to encounter from thanks to the sweet sweet magnetic rays. So there's how many bosses, I guess? There is four bosses. Oh, and actually, we and didn't then, finish the part about your Konami code adventure. Yes, yes, we didn't talk about the need for the Konami right. code. Now, not only are you flying through the air, saving the greatest murdering people, saving people from a tri- flying trapeze. Or <laughs> or subjecting them to a face worse than death yep. by becoming slurry for your projectile. Yep. And not only are you being bombarded by this shit, you get to see like these uh you get to see the magnetic rays themselves being shot off by skyscrapers in the background. Oh, is that what that uh, is? What you Well I yeah. assume that those are uh spotlights that were rigged up like Batman style to like just punish the head. I don't know. Spot spotlights that happen to be shaped like lightning bolts. Well, no, the lightning bolts, I assume, were lightning bolts. Each level's got its own, like, background hazard bullshit going on. Yeah. Yeah, here's the the fucking thing where you don't... Where this thing fucks with your sense of scale because... With your perspective. Because you think, oh, wow, there's some shit going on in the background. So you're just looking for shit that's attacking you in the front. Like, people throwing uh, rocket launchers at you, uh, F-18 fighter jets. Well, there's actually You're looking for all this there's shit. zombie snipers, and you there's zeppelins, there's lava monsters, yeah. and that's the small yeah, list that I have uh, in front of me. Yeah, there's like zeppelins here. So you're trying to dodge all that shit, and you just think, oh, man, well, at least I can get past this uh, this background thing. Like, like, if they're showing these things in the background, maybe some will come later on in the foreground, but at least, like, I'll have some warning about them. But no, it turns out they only look like they're in the background because the game designers are fucking morons, and you immediately get zapped and die. Or you take such a critical loss <laughs> in health for a split second of contact with these beams, which, again, I will reiterate, look like they're happening in the background. Oh, yeah, they do. A lot of them are. Like, I'd say, like, 70% of them genuinely are just, like, background... Nice. They're not. Nice I've, hit, I've hit every single one. Oh, no, I hit a lot of them, too. I know exactly what you mean. To be honest, I also, like, gently they skated through a lot of them by accident. 
like, yeah, oh shit, that's like turned bounce off the side slightly, you will take like a, only a major hit in health rather than a complete Yeah, I had a, a bad habit in the first part of getting caught behind the beam as the, as the page continued to scroll. And uh, that was causing me some issues at first, but once I got past that first, like, the first, uh, I'd say, actually the first three levels I did at work. So, <laughs> I kind of just sat down and cracked into it, but then the, the last then one I remembered. really slowed me down. I remembered because we were, reading, we were reading Nintendo Power Magazine, and I decided it was time to start playing with power. Right. Because the health, I had no freaking idea how to get it back, because I just watched my health drop, and then the head, like, gives that O face oh, yeah. as he, like, sinks in the Every room. time he falls. Apparently, he's saying... A thing that I learned the other day, and I don't remember anymore, so... Sue me? Never mind, continue. Well, uh... I was looking at the, uh... Yes, the, uh... This death phrase is regret. That's the one. It's funny that so, I don't remember the word regret. Isn't that interesting? Sad. I just don't know that. Boy, if only there was a way to express your disdain at not remembering that. Yeah, it's like a totally. like a shame for a thing you didn't do. Yeah, if only just, there was a word for that. Just can't seem <laughs> to put it all together. I'm not sure. But anyway, so you're okay, saying? So, yeah, you get zapped by the bolts and your health gets fucked, and there's no real way to uh, like. A, your first thought is, well, you see people flying off a building, and you immediately you them, and you assume that that's going back to your health. And yeah. it isn't, because they, they Castlevania you. Yeah, you think that you're absorbing their protein into your biomass. Which, that doesn't make any sense, because you're a ghost and they're alive, but okay, keep going. Mike's theory, yeah. minus one. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Ooh, I'm just keeping score for the <laughs> listeners, so that they have an accurate, you know, portrayal of what to vote for on the poll. Okay, so you're doing that, and... Then I decided that there's got to be a way to like restore your health, so I'm just looking. I just googled like how do I restore my health in Zombie Nation, right. and what I found was the Konami code. Uh huh. Because it is a Konami game. When you mentioned it to me, I was like, I am dumbfounded about the fact that I didn't fucking think of this earlier. How did I, how how did I not think of that earlier? And then you said enter it, it in the in the pause yeah. pause menu, and I was like, huh. Cause I was gonna... Is it because I see I see Meldak and Live Planning on the uh, screen, but I don't see Konami on the. Am uh, I wrong? On the art box. Is it a uh, well? Hold on one sec. It looks like it. Sh- like the Konami code works, but apparently they don't own the. They didn't own the right to a cheat code. Give me whole seconds. Okay, I'm looking at the loading screen right now. Give it me says, seconds. Show me games. what you've got. Give me fruits that I desire. Oh, you were not going with what I thought you were going with. Um, but actually, I'm looking at the loading screen right now, which I'm going to also screenshot, because why the fuck not? Um, it doesn't say anything about Konami, so you're right about that. I'm just a dickhead. But the Konami code works. Holy shit, when yeah. you let the... Oh my god, when you let the loading screen go, it goes to best scores. There's a best scores option. I cannot believe that. One of these... Oh None of these are mine. God. None of these are mine. They all have zero, zero, zero at the end. They can't be mine.
Okay, so what happens is sometimes it works all the time. Okay. And I did not misspeak. Because you care to elaborate on that a little further? Because I didn't understand I the kept first getting, time you mentioned it to me. I was not sure what you meant. I kept I kept getting my health pulverized by these things. Uh-huh. So I just kept using the Konami code, and I would watch my skull meter fill uh-huh. up. Which, again, skulls, why? I don't understand. You have heads for your Well, as, as far as the wiki is concerned, actually, the answer to that is that they're tiny uh, Nakinabu heads. They're, the, they're tiny severed heads. Oh yeah, they're tiny separate and, heads like him. Yeah, when you they turn into skulls rather than just going away. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. So when you get hit, they just lose their flesh. Their ghost flesh revealing their ghost skulls. Well no, those ones are fresh skulls. Yeah, they're ghost no, skulls. No, they're they're fresh skulls. Literally fresh severed heads. They're just Nakunamis. Yeah. Yes. So he's so, the ghost and uh, those are his skulls. I'd use the code and I would watch my health replenish, then I would get hit, watch my health replenish. Yep. And then the next game Next level. And then when I face the boss, yeah. oh no, here, here's the fuck up. Then I face the boss, the Statue of Liberty, because she's got the torch. Yeah, the boss of like what seems like face. the entire game, but it's actually the first level boss. But, but... Yeah, they mention the Statue of Liberty like you think, oh shit, this is going to be like a mini boss. Like when you fight Krang before fighting Shredder. Yeah, exactly. This is like, I'm going to be like trailing the Statue of Liberty fighting minions. Like, oh, yeah. Like, she was important enough to make it in the intro. I expected it was going to be like a, um, you know, Godzilla meets Mothra. Because you just, like, got to the Statue of Liberty by destroying everything in your way. So I assumed that the Statue of Liberty was going to come out and start smashing up buildings with you. And it was going to be like, oh, yeah, or that you would, like a sweet, like, one-on-one battle. You know what would have been good? You see her in the background, and then she looks at you and starts to move forward. I would have really liked if, as it's side-scrolling, like, even, like, it even loads you to her page, right? So, even if it just went from side-scrolling and then, like, stopped, it would be great if the health bar of her showed up, and then it went to, like, Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat-esque style, where it's side-by-side, and you just fight them right there in the screen, maybe the back, like, uh... Background does or some that, cool that she shit. Shows up, yeah, that she shows up at least in the city. Yeah, but no, when you fight the boss, not only are you one taken to a dark area, two, you don't get to see the enemy's health, and you don't three, get to see your own health. Fuck you, you don't get to see your own it's health. It's insane. I don't understand. Like I just, I just went in blind every time. Like okay, so yeah. you took oh, the Konami there's a, there's code a method. Bigger, there's a bigger kick in the nuts. See the Konami code. I, they must have factored this in. The Konami code sometimes worked all the time. 
because I used it numerous times on the first level and it worked. But you can't pause boss fights. Yeah, I, I noticed that as well. Actually, I came what into that a conclusion. Cunt. Yeah. So okay. So you and this you guy went who through... designed this game like let's just fucking break it and make people think their cartridges are broken. I that... I totally agree, and I just thank the fact that we had to, we we got the luxury of playing them on emulators because otherwise. I mean, the Konami code would have gotten me through the same way you did, but I wouldn't have gotten through with it the fact that I had, I had the save states. Because every single time I took a skull of damage, I just backed it, just backed it like one second, yeah. and I just constantly saved as I made any amount of progress. Every skull that I lost, I backed up. So by the time I got to the boss, like after I beat the uh, Statue of Liberty by accident, basically, which I figured out like the fire torches she uses, if you get caught in that in just the right spot, the little balls will always miss you, just barely, and you have to like hold right to get out of the fire right away. Otherwise, you're fucked. Mm. <clears throat> but if uh, like if you accidentally manage to beat her and you get to the next levels, that was uh, where I started using the save state really heavily. And uh, oh, here, oh yeah, because the fuck up, yeah, the sodomy never ends. It's just ridiculous. Not only are you fighting, not only are you fighting this Medusa Statue of Liberty thing. You don't get to see your health meter until you beat her, and then you think, "Well, at least my meter's going to start off full because I'm facing a new level." No. Fuck you! No, no, if no, you were on death's door, you are starting this level on death's door oh, yeah. with a note saying, "Enjoy death." I took the beginning Fuck of you, every level developers. to a spam a save button, and then b immediately get hit by whatever immediate danger there was because even once you start the level. There's always an immediate game. Oh, you will get hit by a fucking rock. Yeah, there's something right, right away. away, right? And uh, it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter what level you choose either, because these you, developers you choose, fucking hate you. Can you can choose a level off the bat, and you can choose your difficulty. But once you choose your first level, you have to beat the other ones in sequence anyway. So it doesn't really matter. You're just wasting your time trying to beat them in any other order. But uh, the, the the insane part is that there's actually levels. Okay, so to get back health, the way I figured it out. Um, and and you know I only had to do this a few times, so I wasn't even sure until I read it in the FAQ. But when you when you grab humans, you get your upgrades, and uh, to get humans to fall, you actually have to break the debris. And there's a certain count on every level of how much debris. So on the first level is 25. I didn't bother paying attention to the other levels, but there is actually two different levels where you can't find debris at the second half of the level at all. The only part of the level with any debris to break, any upgrades to get, any health to get back, is by is, is in the first half of the level. Oh yeah, you think, well now I'm in the Grand Canyon, everything is rocks, I can blow it up, at least I'm out of the fucking city. But then you get introduced to debris that will not be broken. Yeah, and the lightning's coming down, and you get shit that you can't break. And you got guys coming at you from all sides. I'll be and honest again, too. Uh, lightning's not in the background. Yeah, it's not in the background. It's just hitting you, just like the laser beams and the uh, the crows coming down. I'll be honest. I cheated uh, to a level that you didn't get to, uh, and I, I like I, I kind of consider it like a badge of honor to the fact where uh, <laughs> I think I was thinking about it after you and I were talking the other day about it. And uh, the there's a point where you come up in in the Grand Canyon against blue reflection versions of yourself. And the I blue mirror Nemobot. I have like very little recognition or, or memory of any of this, and I think it was because at a couple different points I found it much easier to just 
go to the very bottom of the screen, dig straight down, and then kind of like cheat your way under the screen. I tried to do that, but every time I did, it was fucking dead. Nah, I did it a couple of times and got away with it. I think that might be the reason why I got by those blue guys without any hassle. Although, I gotta be honest, I feel like the screen would have stopped on them. I don't know, maybe I just stoned out on that. But I blew through the first, like, three levels without even thinking about it yeah, at work. You got some, yeah, you got weird enemies. Not only are you fighting, like, None of it makes condors, sense. There's no logic. Uh, biplanes, fish in waterfalls. Like, why are the fucking the fish snakes, happen? the frogs, the freaky and he, green spiral snot heads that you can't avoid. Oh, no. The kicker in the Grand Canyon, which was stage two for yep. me, is you get to fucking fight Tom Sawyer on his fucking raft going down a waterfall. Yeah, is that what that's this about? Guy, is he the boss there? I was so confused. No, you just had to get past no, him. You're, no, you're fighting Tom Sawyer. Though You're going down a waterfall, and then this orange guy, because, again, orange, Nintendo, yep, that's the way. It's the mean, way. The demon's orange. Yep. The demon's orange. The background's orange. The plane is orange. Why wouldn't the guy on the raft be orange? With him and the raft. Yep. So the only guy you don't fight that's not orange is well, any of the bosses. But also the yeah. blue mirror image guy. He's yeah. blue. He's the opposite. I guess like because yeah, blue is the opposite of orange. So you get to fight Tom Sawyer, who is somehow managing to swim up a waterfall. Yeah, he just stays perfectly on still raft. on the on that raft with just and, a stick. And he can totally still throw shit at you. Oh, and that's not all. You may think, this guy has the least amount of protection. He's not a fighter jet. He's not a friggin' condor or a biplane. This guy's got no armor. I can just one-shot this guy, puke on him, and I'll be on my way. Nope. But no. Not a chance. Bulimia is not this guy's weakness. He, You have to just fucking rage upon this guy. Yeah. Because he's got more hit points than the goddamn... Fighter I was pretty, uh, rel- uh, not reluctant. I was pretty happy when I had to use my turbo buttons to actually take out some people. And that's yeah, you can you can randomly get a smart bomb based on your score. Really, I didn't know that. What's a smart yeah, bomb? Do? Some, you never press the A button? Mm, no. No. Yeah, based on your score and the very confusing. <laughs> Uh, graphic in the lower right corner, you can you press the A button and it will flash and all the enemies on the screen will be destroyed. What? Oh my god, I know so many people who would like to know that information. Oh wow. And I discovered that by accident. Wow. There's only two buttons for the Nintendo. Of course I'm going to th- press the other one. Well, that's the thing. There's only two buttons and one of them seemed <clears throat> completely useless and the other one seemed to kind of blow things up. Well, because it, it is it is completely useless until, for magical, unexplained, and unintuitive reasons, it is not. Temporarily, is not. So, I think that backs up my theory, though, that there's a portal in his mouth, and he's sending them somewhere safe, and they're using that safe haven to send him resources, like random smart bombs and health packs. That's why one... He, it's really fucking hard to argue with that. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Viewer poll, but I'm going to. I'm going to anyway. Poll. Yeah, you have to because it's part of the poll now. So you literally have to have the dichotomy of being on the other side. Yeah, can't, uh, have, can't have the poll of Mike Caves. No, nope. that was tough. But yeah, so, so, can, at, so the, yeah. at the end of this, 
you fight uh, what appears to be Master Roshi. Yeah, Master from, Roshi. From Dragon Ball. Yeah, I don't know. Paul, Paul Bunyan <laughs> is the best analogy that I could come up with. I didn't even come up with Master it. Master Roshi, Paul Bunyan. Naked guy with axes. Naked guy in a Speedo. Muscle-bound old man. He looks like in a speedo he looks throwing super at you because Indian. Fuck, fuck any semblance of sense. Yeah, I don't understand. Oh well, in the in the user manual, his name is Atlas. So is that why he's naked? Is he Greek? Yeah, Greek. That's why he's naked. Because you know, you know how Greeks feel about clothes. I, I guess so. I guess he's kind of wearing a toga. If you okay, toga is a cloth, a toga is cloth. This no, guy's but wearing a speedo. Yeah, no, I think he's got a shoulder strap on a speedo, so that's kind of like a toga. I honestly think he, I no, think he's got a little shoulder. I'm, I'm looking strap. at a, I'm looking at a screenshot of him, and he's just completely in the buff. Really, he's from the planet in the buff. In the buff, right next to Uranus. Yep, yeah. yeah, so again, your health bar is gone. You can't pause. It's just you dodging axes, and here's... Oh, my God, they always find new ways to just fuck you up. I don't you understand think, well, this guy. If the axe... If the, he throws axes, which just like Wendy from... Wendy O from Super Mario Brothers 3, while the other guys will shoot rings, they go through the walls, and then you, like, jump on them. But with Wendy, when she shoots the rings, her hoops will bounce off the walls, and stay in the room and keep coming at you. Oh, yeah. This guy's axes are made of the same material because they do not fade away. They do not go through walls. They just keep bouncing around. So you have to nip this shit in the bud. Otherwise, your screen will be replete with axes and you will have nowhere to go. I only had three axes spawn at a time. Yeah, and then eventually... Well, maybe that's the limit then. Still, yeah. three axes bouncing around and with the old, the old man, man you can't touch. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. And I'm pretty sure, like, regardless of whatever your health is, I think that each of those, uh, you know, objects are one-hit kills. Between the naked oh. guy and the three axes, I'm pretty sure it's, like, four one-hit kills. Oh, the axes kills. are one-shots, yeah. You will not take damage. You will take death. Yeah, it's insane. So I was heavily using the save states on that, that level because every time I took a hit, I just planned a new route. It seems like they keep throwing, like... Whatever they got at you in like waves almost. So. Yeah, which then takes you to number three, which is a, what appears to be a, a refinery with scaffolding, pipes, uh, oil tanks. So. Yeah, so the boss on this, this one. Uh, this guy's going through like a magical mystery tour of the United States. He's already destroyed New York and its, and its symbol of liberty. He has defaced the Grand Canyon by killing people like just innocently rafting on it and an old man with an axe collection. And now he's going through Texas to destabilize what remains of the economy by just fucking up our oil fields. And uh, the boss for this is mental. It's reminds me a lot of super again, super Mario brothers three, which uh, would have been around the time that this came out. Mario Brothers 3 would have been, what, what 1990, 1991? Uh, I think it was 90... No, I think it was later than that. It might have been 94, actually. Dude, we've covered Super Mario Brothers 3, and we haven't even reached 1993 yet. You're probably right. I definitely had a really hard zone-out sesh right there. Yeah, I'm so I'm thinking lie. it came out in 1990, 1989. So, what the, so the big thing is, in uh, Super Mario Brothers 3... 
the last level for Bowser is when you're facing the massive tank level. Yes. That's when it's just like one onslaught. Which and for me was this, like the pinnacle of my childhood. The day that I beat that, that level was so fucking oh good. My the God. music was so menacing. It's like all oh, the music, the all oh, the black screen, the lightning, oh, yeah. that boom, 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 boom. Like you just think like this is it. Like you're facing a massive army. The stakes have never been higher. It's time. It's on. That's it. I was into it. You're facing Bowser's war machine. So this one, you're going through a massive tank. A, a massive, well, it appears a, to be massive It's a massive tank, rolling it, machine with bad yeah, guys. But what, but what they, what it is to them in the manual is a mobile, for some stupid fucking reason, a mobile nuclear plant. What? What? What the fuck does plant mean to them if they make it mobile? Yeah, plant usually means like it's planted down in the fucking ground. It stays still. But a mobile, I guess it's like for energy, so you don't have to like bring pipelines yeah, and shit to it. So. If it's got your mobile energy, you can just take it to, you could knock out the power in every city in the nation. But with your mobile power plant, wherever you bring it, that city will have power. Yeah, but if you have one, that's only one city that has power. You have like a ton of them. Yeah, the one you want. Then you just control the economy and... You can just take it to any city you want, and if that city starts getting uppity, then you can take your ball and go somewhere else. That's you're know, like fuck you. You can't handle you can't handle my civilization. Then go back to the Stone Age, you bastards. That's very true too. Actually, now that you mentioned it, that makes much more sense. But uh, yeah. Plus, like if if alien for if other forces in the world are trying to bomb it, move it. So how did you fare with that level the first time you encountered it, though? Uh, well, the boss was a glass dome at the end, and because this screen is a shit, oh, the scrolling screen it just is a is piece of shit. Insane. Yeah, at the end, the screen will zigzag back and forth because there's a tiny opening 
that you have to wait for the screen to allow you to access because again the entire world exists in this tiny grid rather than you being able to just like move off screen or just you know move around at will yeah exactly because fuck a game that will that will give you any volition right that you just have to avoid like if you're just standing by a pole then well guess what you died because I turned around the other way, so therefore you got crushed by the pole in my perspective. Exactly. That so, good. Yeah. So you got to zigzag through. You got to wait for the screen to allow you to see the opening, because you know it's there. But damned if you can move there. Did you? Uh, did you manage to like hold your spot in the little spinny thing, or did you move back and forth with the screen? Oh, you have to move back and forth with the screen because the spinny thing will move around. Yeah, I just I just paste it with the spinny and thing then, and I just wait inside that thing and just shot forward the whole time. Yeah, and then you have to shoot for the glass dome. Yep. Then it will eventually shatter and apparently no more power and you've destroyed your nature. Yeah, and then you got to float there for an extra like 15 seconds waiting and wondering if, you, if what you did worked or if you had to try and sneak your way back out of this circle that you've just spent yeah. so much time getting into the circle. Like, I can't believe that you didn't and, you didn't try and stay inside the circle. I thought that was the key. Uh, I tried, but I failed. Oh. Well, I mean, I did it and just kept hitting, like, retry every time until I mastered it. Yeah. So then the last the last stage on the tour is uh, uh, some underground facility. It's like you're on your way to hell or something. I genuinely and, thought it was hell. Yeah, and then you fight, you know, natural underground enemies like... Uh, magma monsters. Yep, lava monsters. Uh, we got ice, that. Ice dragons. Yep, we got that. They're apparently indestructible. Oh, yeah. And then you've got uh, pterodactyls. Yep. Bats. There's, uh, there's. Octoskulpuses. There's definitely, uh, like, like, blue flaming eagles at the end. Oh, yeah. You gotta watch out for those underground eagles. Those underground eagles. Actually, that's kind of a thing. I think it's underground owls, maybe. I feel like that's a thing. Yep. And uh, the manual only says it's North Central U.S. So, like, what, you're touring the the vast hellish landscape of Minnesota? Yeah, I mean, hey, if that's where there's zombies that can be magnetized, then that's where, it's all that that's, lo- that's where there's trouble, <laughs> it's, right? It's all that loot fisk they've been eating. Yep, that's it. All that radiation, so, all them rad caps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, now we're trailing into a good game, be careful. Yeah. So, then the boss in this game, this just takes you back to the Atari days of Centipede. Because uh, you're, fight- you're fighting, well, what does the manual say? V- the Venusian snakes. Oh, yeah. So... Darkseed imported these things all the way from Venus. The shipping costs must have been exorbitant. And he brought them to terrorize the people of Minnesota. The Venusian snakes fire catapulting, paralyzing venom bullets while slithering around on the screen. So there's four of them. They take up a lot of real estate. But uh, you are benefited by a bug in the game called a sprite lag. And if you just rapid fire, it will slow down their shots as well as your movements and their movements 
because the game just cannot render all this shit happening at the same time. I definitely also took advantage of that as well. I was like, ooh, it's like bullet time, but before bullet time was a thing. Yeah, it was Miller time. I also love the so, idea that this game came out in like the very early 90s, and also it was set like only 10 years later in a future that very clearly didn't happen. Yeah, I feel so disappointed. Hey, where's the future you promised us? Where's my floating head? I want a floating head. That's cursed. Oh yeah, that pukes blood and eyeballs. So you do, uh, you fight these things, and uh, you you blow them up. Except they don't completely blow up. The head remains. And again, because every boss is a special fuck you, you cannot like you not you're dodging. The shots, which the game will speed up after there's one less thing constantly putting pellets in the in the screen. So as there's less bosses, the game will speed up to normal, and you cannot even go near the head of the dead blown up uh, uh, snake because again, fuck you, and you will die. So again, you think. The one saving grace was the lag, but that only serves to leave hazardous roadblocks in your path as the game becomes faster and your floaty and your floaty controls come into play when you're trying to dodge fireballs and squeeze between two skulls. I honestly used it as like a helpful slowdown time beneficial. Like I was dodging away more enemies once I'd start being able to do that. I was killing more enemies once I start being able to do that. Well, if you know what you're doing, you can try softening them all up to the same degree so that by the time you kill one, every other guy is just one shot away from death. If you can, like, bank your kills into a multi-kill, that's probably the best way to do it if you're capable of dodging all those things while keeping count. So then you finally get rewarded with no enemy stage, you get taken directly to Darkseid, or Darkseed, or whatever the frick his name is. And no creativity whatsoever, he's a green alien. Whatever you think an alien looks like, it's that. And he's just like a big, he's like a green version of the greys. And he doesn't attack you. Apparently he's comatose or, you know, sleeping off a hangover. So he sends his mom's pearl necklace to come and attack you while he's catching some Z's. I guess he's I guess he's moving them around with magnets. None of this is making any sense. And like at first I thought you have to destroy the orbs and then you'll attack him.
stats are in the game up to this point, including the uh, the Darkseed fight? Uh, I genuinely enjoyed the Darkseed fight. It was probably uh, one of the more exciting parts of the game. I also You mean the excitable? The excitable parts of the game? The excitable part of the game. Why do I mean that? Was there really any fun parts that weren't like a constant sodomizing up until this point? Well, I mean, I definitely took some some sick pleasures in torturing myself while I was playing it. But, uh... <laughs> no. Ah, so we, we just learned that Brandon's a, uh, a masochist. Yes, yes we did. Um, we, uh... No, like, when I played, I like, visually it's interesting, but there's no real, like, tact to it. You just have to avoid the spinning bubbles and try not to get shot by fireballs. It's basically every other level, but, like, jammed into a boss level. So you just got to, like, find a sweet spot. So I managed to get a spot up in the top left corner where the mucus or, like, the vomit projectile was hitting him, but the eyeballs weren't. And every time the uh, the rings shrunk, I could slide down, shoot him up, slide back up, avoid the rings. Yep. And here's where I st- – here's another thing. Remember I said the, uh, the Konami code only works some of the time, all the time? Yeah. There were times where it wasn't working – any of the time at all. Oh yeah. So the uh, the one saving grace I had to keep me through without racking up a without watching that that screen and the, the pause that I had to pause so many times to try to do this. The pause music and the effects are just wretched. Uh, uh, yeah, that's very true. We tried pausing it and it's just do 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 do. Well, and then plays the music at the same volume. Yeah. It's hilarious. No silence, no respite. So if someone is trying to talk to you, you just think, all right, I'm going to pause. Do, 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 Every time I, like, when I first started doing it, or when I first tried to pause it at all, I thought that, honestly, I'd killed my guy. I was like, oh, good. He's just dead. He's just dead. But, yeah. What did you think of the, the, the Dark Seed? Well, what I thought was he was a nice boss to fight because he was required the least amount of save states from me. Exactly. And what I learned was that uh, the game was worth it because the ending is balls out, fucking amazing, patriotic, super fuck yeah. I totally I'm agree. Can, we're, Cana- we're Canadian. It was awesome. And we felt so patriotic about this game. Oh yeah. Like, the, flag, the, the American flag goes up on the White House. Congratulations gets put in triplicate, panning across the screen because the words are that fucking big. It's just, congratulations, times three. And then you get to see uh, a kid playing fucking with it, playing with his dog, 
We get to see a sky. We get to see the World Trade Center and the New York skyline. We get to see a picture of the Grand Canyon, all looking resplendent and restored. We get to see a boy playing airplane with his dog, not like holding his dog's arms as he spins it, like he's holding an airplane in his hand, running around, and the dog is chasing him. Although the idea of, of the boy spinning the dog around is very funny. And between all of these interstitials is the American flag constantly put up like, America, we did it! And the big head wants no credit. We don't get to see what the sword is because he doesn't collect the sword from the guy's corpse. It's not like... I mean, like, if you wanted to throw this fucking sword bullshit in, at least when the guy dies, when Darkseid dies, you should see, like, a collection of the world's weapons... And then, like a bomb, a crown, a scepter, a wizard staff, whatever. And then he grabs the sword, clenches it in his teeth, and flies home. Like, at least put the sword in the ending so it's just like, well, he got his sword back. Even though the sword, for whatever reason, didn't do Darkseid any good. He never uses the sword because he doesn't even wake up to fight you. <sighs> but the ending was pretty sweet, okay, guess. I, Brando, thoughts? No, I, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> You're nodding off. Uh, occasionally. I'm not going to lie. Uh, no, but <laughs> I, I already said, yeah, no, the ending definitely sold it for me, too. When you just, when you save the White House, oh, man. I got a bunch of uh, screenshots of that so that we can share those with our listeners as well. Yeah, this is going to be a, a nice treat for you. We're going to put a couple of those up once we figure out how to do, like, a Facebook album post so that we don't have like 17 posts yeah that would be super convenient <laughs> get them all in one shot at the same time so uh yeah, so then you can yeah you can see our awesomeness and our misery yeah exactly um so i guess we uh we would talk about our overall thoughts of the game and then discuss substitutions yeah so uh brando your thoughts about the game as a whole uh well actually i was gonna throw down uh quickly what a uh, food item I would compare it to. Um, and to me, this game, because it was just so goddamn confusing, I compare it to chicken pot pie. Not because chicken pot pie is confusing to make, but only because of how, like, I guess, it's just, a, it's a disguise. It's a tricky disguise, and I'm hurt. I've been hurt by chicken pot pie before, and I don't want it to happen to anybody else. You come in and you've been out playing all day and grandma's got pies in the oven and she's got one on the counter and she tells you don't eat the pie and you think that she's doing it because it's a delicious apple pie and then you go steal a piece and it's chicken pot pie and you've been tricked and it's not what you thought. It doesn't make oh, any sense. And the meat and, it's just, and the vegetables. Oh my God, uh, you wanted a pie with fruit and, it, and you got vegetables instead. It's like the only time I would have eaten fruit as a kid, and, and I still got betrayed by fruit. How do you do that to me? So that's... I'm not visiting, I'm not visiting you in the home ground. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You're getting locked up. You're getting a nurse that hates you. I don't care. But, yeah, uh, yeah so that was what it was for me, because frankly, like, like you've described, none of this makes any sense. And, uh, like... Also, <clears throat> there's a YouTube video, a uh, YouTube channel that I highly recommend uh, called Gaijin, Gaijin Goomba, and he's got a video about how 
unbelievably confusing this this uh, video game actually is. Uh, he breaks down like a lot of the actual Japanese culture behind it, explains the uh, samurai legends and why a headless samurai would even come back. It's amazing. But uh, I highly recommend all the viewers to check that out, Gaijin Goomba on YouTube. But uh, that's my experience with the so, game. I, I enjoyed yeah, so it, but it was so would confusing. You, uh, would, you, would you be coming back for seconds, or would you send it back? Uh, I'm not gonna send it back, but I'm also not gonna take it home. It's definitely one of those, <laughs> definitely one of those times where you're out and and you're eating it. But like, as soon as the conversation's over, you're also done eating. You're just gonna leave them to clear that table. <laughs> so you're taking the third option, indifference. Indifference, yeah. I'm not gonna play. Uh, is there any sequels to this? I didn't actually notice. I don't think there is, right? No. Or any uh, lineage to this at all? No, uh, no, no, it's not. Well, that's uh, just a crying well, shame. We can, look at, we can look at the developer. The developer was Kaze. Yep. And it is, it, it, it usually manufactures pachinko and pinball video games. Huh. So, like, actual. The, uh, they also make cell phones. It's a part of their diverse business plan. Uh-huh. So, video games they've made. Zombie Nation, Tenjin Oyasen, The King of Rally, Super Pinball, Behind the Mask, Uchu Race, Astro Go Go, 1994, whatever that is, Power okay. Rangers, Zeo, Full Tilt Battle Pinball, which was published by Bandai. That's a fucking... Digital Pinball. Way too long of a title for a pinball game. Oh, no, no, no. I get... Oh, here's... Oh, just shit. Okay. Well, All right. Long. All right. Pachinko Monogotari to Nagoya Sachikishu no Teyu, which was for the Super Famicom, published by KSS. Oh my god! I was thinking. I was thinking how funny it would be to to purchase one of their cell phones and then be upset that the games that they made aren't on the cell phone, considering the technology, <laughs> right? And uh, where's all the Kaze classics? Yeah, and then I realized that it's actually probably more impossible than it sounds. Only on the grounds that like it would take up so much memory space just to have the name of the game because it's fucking enormous. Oh, there was oh my gosh, you want to believe this? Uh, they have Punch the Monkey Game Edition 2000. If you remember Punch the Monkey, those banner games, yeah, where you're supposed to like, oh yeah, yeah, I was kind of thinking that's what it was. I was hoping it wasn't, but that's exactly what it is. Then there was a bunch of common Rider games for the uh, PlayStation. And then Akira Psycho Ball in 2002. And the last game they made was Shin Megami Tensei, which is like Persona Judgment oh. in 2006. Another Persona <clears throat> game. I wonder how yep. rapey that and, one gets. Oh, well, as for Meldak. to it. Let's. <laughs> and Meldak is a music company. What? Which had a which had a uh, subsidiary in America called Meldak of America. Meldak has produced albums for Jennifer Love Hewitt, Love Songs, huh. and Jaywalk. The company also published video games such as Zombie Nation, and they develop. They also made Hayankyo Alien and Mercenary Force for the Game Boy, in addition to Uchiyo Race Astro Gogo for the Super Famicom. Nice. And their last game was made in 1994. They didn't even make it to the 
proposed future that they I know that they set up in this game. So as far as you they're concerned, that future did happen. I didn't see any buildings with Meldak written on them. That's true. There you That's go. That's true. The future came to pass. Huh. They doomed themselves so, by making this terrible, terrible game. How weird. Uh, so, oh, we checked the reception, and it says that uh, well, in yeah. 1991 in Dragon Magazine, uh, it was given, the reviewers gave it two and a half out of five stars. Right? The Japanese version is criticized due to its difficulty <laughs> in gameplay, no shit, yeah. and is considered a kusoge which literally translates to crap game. Which I'm so glad that I handed over to you to do that part because I saw that and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to pronounce that. But, I mean, it's so fucked up that people gave it a two and a half stars out of five. Because... Yep. Yep. You, you got the emotional sensitivity, I got the cultural sensitivity. Yep, that's it. Only I, only I can give the Japanese people the respect they deserve. Uh, questionable statement. <laughs> That I will leave hanging. But yeah, no, I, I, like, I just don't understand why people rated it at two and a half. Because frankly, like, it should be lower or higher. It should not be right in the middle. It should be either yeah. one or maybe like four because they don't know any better yet and no good games. So you're indifferent, so you're indifferent but you, sh- you can't tolerate other people's indifference. Yeah, is that a paradox or... <laughs> No, I think it's just hypocrisy. No, that's got to be cooler than that. Hip- hypocrisy is just lame and old. It's got to be a better, like a 2000s version of hip hip hop. Ah, hip 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 hop. Hip hop hip hop. Hypocrisy, idiocracy. Yo, yo, yo. My name is Tangu, and I'm here to say I'm I'm floating ahead in a major way. Uh, uh the hip hop hypocrisy would be totally. On board with smashing buildings to save people. The hip hop, the hip hop, the hip hopocrisy is definitely an upcoming Kanye West album. I am the cockroach. And it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be him sitting on a throne. I, I am the hip cockroach. <laughs> the Co- hip hop Hip cockroach. Hip cockroach. The hip hop cockroach. So, how did you feel about the game? And I know that you just got your little spiel out about your levels, but uh, uh this is a. It's a flaming bag of dog are shit. You gonna, is, are you going to come back the, for another flaming bag of dog shit? Oh, no, no. I'm sending this dog shit flambe back. What if the listeners request that we do a terrible games episode? There may be other terrible games. Nah, you're going you're gonna to try that hard not to play it again? I think we could... <laughs> Unless the fans order us I to, think if we got enough would, fan service and enough fans tried to convince you and wrote in... And we're concerned fans. I think we could get to, we could get Mike to play it again. Well, if we want to get like a second opinion episode thing going on, we could make that a Patreon thing where we will revisit an episode. Maybe yeah, that'd be cool. Revisit a game. Oh yeah, to see if where our, our feelings can change now that we know fully what to expect. Yeah, after you know, like debriefing a little while and getting it out of your system and playing some other games, maybe go go back and play a different <laughs> game or go back and play. After, uh, after you get time to heal. Exactly, yeah. That's not a bad idea, actually. So you're not going to come back for it. You didn't like it. Not unless I'm compelled to by the fans and probably, uh, you know, tempted with a bit of Patreon increase. You cheated to get through it. You're like that kid that puts ketchup on his fucking chicken pot pie. You're not even going to appreciate I am it. That kid. I knew it. You're not even going to appreciate 
the flaky tender crust, the delicious chicken gravy, chicken corn, peas. Ketchup doesn't cover everything. I put it on lightly, so it just accentuates everything. It's got like it's ketchup's got great things. It's got salt. It's got vinegar. It's got tomatoes. Hey, you don't have to tell me. I I both advocate and disapprove of the use of ketchup. That's oh, that is my God. official stance as a chef. So, but uh, yeah. So you got you got ketchup all over your chicken pot pie is what you're saying, and, and oh, you yeah. don't want it in a takeout. You're just gonna leave it on the table no. beside my shitty plate. Ketchup can make a lot of things taste good, but it can't make dog shit taste good. <laughs> oh, boy. So, what do you think? Closing yeah. remarks. Do you have any um, any plugs or any shadows that you'd like to make? Well, any recommendations. Or any recommendations like, as well. I, I don't recommend this game. So, what do I recommend? Exactly, yeah. Well, you, you recommended the Gaijin Goomba. I recommend, uh, yeah, watching the Gaijin Goomba on YouTube. <clears throat> if you're going to torture yourself to play the game, it might help you... If you understand it, or maybe you're like me or and you just don't give a fuck. If you'd rather just learn about Japanese culture through not this. Oh, yeah, yeah, And on the other side, yeah, of course. And uh, Gaijin Gupa's page is, like, immaculate. Uh, recently, like, I've been watching for a long time. Recently, he's gone through some format changes, and I genuinely approve of everything. Not because I didn't like what was happening before, but just because it's more growth to his... Uh, overall personality and i think that uh both personalities are actually really great so it's cool to see him uh using them both and that's a cool thing so my recommendation would be uh if you want to see uh japanese culture or at least a product of japanese culture i would recommend james farr on his youtube page oh yeah because he takes games like super mario brothers ninja turtles Ghostbusters and just mixes them all up in weird, wacky, wild, wonderful ways. He sure does. And like after seeing this cavalcade of crap for this game, I just need some absolute, unequivocal, unapologetic joy right. in in my life. And James Farr on YouTube delivers. Go see Super Mario Busters, Teenage Mutant Ninja Coopers, or Blink to the Future. Yeah, do yourself a favor. Treat yourself. Go watch Blink to the Future. It's a little bit shorter, or it feels short. I don't know. I watched it like ten times. Uh, or, it's my if you love Star Wars, Super Smash Wars. Oh, yeah, he's got a whole playlist of... Uh, the Wii Avengers. Uh, yep. It's... He's got uh, some Zelda in, in with the Star Wars. It's amazing. Even if you think, man, I'm just feeling some trains... Go look up Transformers. That got yanked off his main page, but other people have been holding it up. Have for you him. ever felt and that personally? It's fucking fantastic. I gotta ask, has it ever crossed your mind as a human being? What? I could really use some trains. Because uh, you know, I mean, like you fit you I, fit in in the right communities, like the in the basement communities or in the hockey bros, <laughs> hockey bros. Recently moved out of the basement. Thank you. Hey, well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the basement. I'm just saying that's the exact same place where everybody would gather to go look at your train collection. Or trains isn't like when you think about the the hockey team locker room train. That's a that's a totally different train that you don't want to be part of. Mm. Well, what I'm really a big fan of is the fact that he it's the Transformers angle 
that he takes with the Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, he really that blends it all perfect. I'm a Transformers fan. This man is a mashup master. So, again, James Farr with two R's. Yep. Go check him out on YouTube. Can we put links and... in the descriptions? Is that an option? I don't see why not. Okay. Can we say that? And then, like, if it doesn't happen, fuck him. And if it does happen, then sweet. Yeah. Neat. Okay, we're going to try to put links We're going to try our damn but, hardest. Uh, I'm going to pester Mike if we got, incessantly. If we got shit going on or it's more difficult than we expected, well, we fucking try. If Mike doesn't if you, manage if you do to better, start... Uh, or to put the links in, you are allowed, you are sanctioned to start fires at your local library. It's allowed. <laughs> it's an official decree from Taste Test. Um, yeah, anything else yeah. that you want to mention? Any podcast things you want to plug? Uh, I'm a big fan of Limetown. It's uh, only had 10 episodes, and I have no idea when new episodes would be back, so it's really easy to catch up. Get in on that. And it's uh, the premise is a t- an entire town disappeared after a riot. A lot of damage was found, but no bodies except for one, leaving the question years later, what happened to Limetown? That is so sick. I'm going to get into that. You uh, recently recommended some podcasts to me, which I'm going to slowly uh, let you kind of take care of as we go okay, through the so thing. Um, but which one, which one of the new podcasts have you uh, been enjoying? Uh, actually, I've been enjoying a lot of them, but that's not what I was going to bring up. I was just alluding to the viewers that there's many, many podcasts to come that we're going to hopefully discuss. Yeah, I think we should maybe, uh, you know... Podcast picks. Yeah, podcast okay. picks. We should also like Another shout segment. out to these people, uh, maybe. But uh, what I was going to say is, uh, for me, my personal pick this week is something called D&D is for Nerds, and it's by the Sans Pants Group. That's like uh, sand, like without pants, but in French. <laughs> uh, but, so the thing is, like, it's, it's all these uh, Australian cool cats, cats and cadets, I guess you could say. Um, cats and kittens. Cats and kittens, I suppose, is the animalic. Uh, an, I don't know. Anyway, stop making big words, Brandon. The point of the fact is they uh, they do like um, an internet radio show. What do you call them? What do you call the the radio thing we were talking about, Mike? Like what you would call uh, Limetown? A podcast? No, but like the. Oh. The radio oh, it's uh, like theater. A, a radio play. Yeah, like it's like a radio it's play. It's a radio play. Right. So it's the same kind of concept, except they actually play games of D and D as they like that's that's their podcast. It's amazing. They get into it, they role play it, and I never have played D and D. Prior to this, I would say I would have avoided D and D. Now I'm looking for a dungeon master and it's actually gotten me hooked. So I'm going to be heading back home soon. Going to be looking for some Dungeon Master action, maybe. Don't know how that's going to go. I might end up on Craigslist. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I'm pretty sure if you end up looking for a Dungeon Master on Craigslist, you are going to be fucking surprised. Might end up, might end up on Chat Roulette looking for a Dungeon Master. Just Excuse me, sir. I just want to ask you one question. You'll be in the background of someone else's chat roulette looking at the camera going, Send help! Send help! <laughs> Yeah, that'll be... <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the basement meetings are for, Mike. 
But yeah, that's my recommendation. So it's uh, D&D is for nerds. Uh, the host is a guy named Adam. Uh, I have a hard time pronouncing his last name, so I'm not going to bother. Um, all those guys are great at Sans Pants. Uh, they actually go by Sans Pants Radio. I don't want to get that wrong. And uh, yeah, they're fantastic. They play uh, D&D. I think I've said that a hundred times now. Episodic things, they go in order. That's important. There's a plot, a story, if you will, a radio theater. I'm gibbering now, Mike. Yeah, I may have to trim this down a Do bit. something about this, or don't, because okay, editing is no. a thing that I don't know if I believe in yet. It so, could be imaginary. Next. Go ahead. So, that wraps it up for uh, this week, but next week, we supple, we suckle we on the... Suckle. Yeah, we suckle on the essence of the soul stream. Yes, we do, right? And, uh... But, but until that time, the kitchen is closed. Yeah, I genuinely, I'm not going to lie, I passed out like two times during that conversation. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw in one of your better screams. <laughs> you, you did some good ones. Like, I've got a sample. I've got a sample. <laughs> okay. I've got a sample in the folder. <laughs> I've seen that, yeah. I played it for a couple of people around the house. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah, it's my desk screams. My Boswell desk screams. I'm so excited to show the guys back home.